term consenticles is a real okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> <So. laughs> oh no. <laughs> At least they're polite tentacles. Well, it's not the tentacles that are consenting. <laughs> All right. Well, I kind of got that. I assumed that I was I was taking a more wholesome route that the tentacles would wait until you know the subject in question. It'd be like, fuck yeah, tentacles. Yeah, well, it's, it's usually... That's about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the essence of it. Mm. How are you? Not okay with that. <laughs> the tentacles can't actually, like... They probably wouldn't speak their intent, so you're just consenting to a, to, to a contract you didn't read. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do I have a Discord channel for you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Faustian deals? <laughs> no. Oh. No, we keep all the Faustian deals in the fucking Grail War. Ah, oh, very good. <laughs> At least we're consistent. Yeah. Nope. I, uh, I got back from a tiny vacation. It was delightful. Yeah. That's really it. I, I went swimming a whole bunch and... Uh... Huh, somebody's trying to access my Steam. Every you? now and then, I get some Russian trying to access my Steam. It was not me. A little disconcerting. They never seem to get in or do anything. And they only ever try and get in when I'm broke. So they can't <laughs> even buy anything. Right? Like, I, I sold all my unusuals, like, about a year ago, and ever since then, it just didn't, they didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this guy doesn't have $100 worth a, worth a hat and one digital item. Well, That's what you do. Yeah. And I sold everything. Just to stop playing that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pissed because I checked my Steam inventory the other day. It's good to check every now and then and see if you have like that one trading card worth five bucks. Yeah. Uh, turns out sometimes you do. But uh, yeah, I went in and I checked, and I had like two, like at least they were listed as being somewhat rare. I can't remember what it was actually called. Things from Team Fortress Two, and I'm like, I want to sell those. Not eligible for the marketplace. Oh, what? Oh, that's unfortunate. I was very pissed, because they didn't used to be there. I can only assume they showed up briefly after you and I played those three games of TF2. Yes. That, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually quite a weird, uh, unless they just decided, you know what, this guy, we're going to just reduce his trust factor by a billion for some, <clears throat> for some reason. Maybe. Not- I... I like, yeah, I do viciously undercut everybody for 10 cent cards, but. You know. <laughs> I mean, you just, you just want to get rid of them, really. Like, who doesn't do that? Give me a fucking nickel for this. I once made 20 bucks off of weird PUBG merchandise. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Twitch Prime stuff is actually kind of oh, expensive. Yeah. That's yeah. been sold for a long time. Yeah. I sold the jeans for $14. Yeah, the jeans are now a little less. Uh, it's the Baraclava that's the uh, expensive one. Yeah, really? Right. Yeah. The Baraclava was like go for four bucks. Last time I sold it, it sold for like fifteen or something. Wow, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not sure where it's at now. Um, I know I don't know what it is now, but like as of like a year or so ago, uh, the like founder set like Player Unknown's trench coat and specific colors of shoes and like the stuff you could get for like pre purchase and all that mm-hmm. was worth outrageous amounts. Yeah. Uh, or specifically, the crate that had all of that stuff in it unopened was worth like five times the value of the item separately. That's weird. That is weird. That is literally somebody buying the crate just to collect and own the crate without ever opening it. 
Which is like that weird, oh, I'm going to buy this vintage toy in mint condition. Yeah. But in digital format. And that <laughs> baffles me. <laughs> it really does. You got anything worth money over there? I think I already sold it all. Uh, it looks Prime like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, did you attach to Twitch Prime? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, all right, yeah, yeah. Then, then you sold the, this, though. Yeah, I, I, I sold everything ages ago. I'm pretty sure that's what helped fund Monster Hunter. <laughs> Probably. Excellent. Uh, nice born. the way to do it. Hmm. Uh, I Actually, there's, like, at least three games I bought for free using trading cards and inventory shit. Yeah, that's fair. I have, like, a fuck ton of trading cards. That's to a point where, due to tax purposes, they didn't allow me to sell on the Steam store anymore <laughs> without uh, effectively signing up, partnering with Steam. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what's the threshold for that? I think, like, I can't remember. Uh, it's definitely not item limit, because I it, it, I think it was if you sell over $200 worth of stuff, they need the tax you want it. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Fuck you, I'm in a different country. <laughs> also that, but that's why I stopped selling for a year ago, because I was like, we're going to wait for this tax season to roll around, and then you can sell more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and then I started selling more, st- like, Steam trading cards, but... I'm pretty sure I've sold, like, hundreds of them for some I really years. don't like the idea of them having to tax you on that because it's not actual money. Yeah, it's not actual <laughs> income. You can't cash it out. You can't say, hey, I've got 80 bucks in my Steam wallet. Can you put that back on my debit, please? Well, mm-hmm. I can see, like, maybe there's a blip in sales tax. Like, I assume if I was a super heavy user, which I think the system assumed I was, considering that I sold hundreds of Steam trading cards, and at that point I was also liquidating uh, my TF2 stuff, so I was selling things for $50 at a time sometimes. Yeah. Um, so they were like, look, look, look. And I think this was also before uh, like Steam authentication and stuff was a forced thing when you're trying to sell expensive things yeah, on Steam Yeah, that that's a nice addition that they had. So they were like, whoa, 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 I don't know what actually you're trying to do, but <laughs> we're going to need to we're gonna need to stop you for a hot second. And uh, wait for tax time to come around. Because, again, I was racking up a lot of money. A surprising amount just for, like, stupid dumb shit that I collected. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I got whatever the equivalent of a foil is or something for awesome nods, and I sold that for, like, five bucks what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, the foils, I don't actually know what the foil sets do. I don't I know if it was just a collector's piece or what. I don't care. I mean, I, I don't care either. Yeah, You're selling like, it for five bucks. That's a, that's a, that's a DLC yeah. Or that's, uh, I would say, a six of the way for a game. Yeah. yeah I, like, I sold a foil from Cultist Simulator <laughs> for $4, and I'm like, fuck yeah. I got one from Guns Vickers, and I got one from Awesome Knots, and it was like six and five bucks a piece. And it was like, I don't even know how these cards occur. Do you get them when you get achievements? You get them when you play the game. Yeah, when you get a game play. new, you get training cards for how long you play up to a cap, and then yeah. occasionally that cap uh, goes higher, oh. so you get more trading cards. Wow. Yeah. It's anywhere between like four and six or something like that. So if you didn't care about your power bill, you could just leave a game open. And if you Well, yeah, because otherwise. The, no, no, it's it's a very, very long like period between the cap raising and you reaching that cap. Yeah. yeah. So like, you, you get like three cards initially and then I can't remember the exact metric. I don't think um, I don't think that's been calculated yet, but uh, through periods of time you can get a maximum of like oh so you've played this for 50 hours, we're going to extend the cap to 5, and then we're just going to leave it at 5 until you forget that you can get cards from the system. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, there was a, a big issue of people um, making money off of Steam trading cards, like yeah. actually, because they would somebody would make a game, get it up on the fucking Steam store when that was used to be like a really easy yes. get-in, 
<clears throat> they would give a thousand keys to their friends who would just run the game. That would be a thousand instances of like five bucks or five cents. There you go, five hundred bucks. As well, I'm pretty sure because you can trade them for gems. A lot of the trading cards, because they're a proprietary system, gems will generate packs for cards that you want, which could get foils, which does something. Uh, I also think when you get uh, combine a full set of cards, you get a coupon, you get a specific Steam emote, as well as, I can't remember what else, something from the game itself. The or, fucking Steam Dark Web is so strange. Right? The Steam Black <laughs> Market is strange. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, Especially for, like, her, like these things, which sell hundreds of thousands per day, and they're cents each. Yeah. yeah like, I have no idea what 100 gems means. No. But I can make it. I don't know if that's good, I don't know if it's bad. Uh... Yeah, uh, <laughs> gems are effectively just get a, a way of getting more cards. Yeah, so I have no idea what if, any of it means. Yeah, the, 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 the only system gems really serve is if you, for example, were one card missing from a set that you really wanted for some reason, you can just, all right, convert all the other fucking cards that I have, inevitably just collect, put them gems, uh, buy a pack with gems and hopefully get the card that I want because it's again it's a booster pack system I've I never understood like so strange collecting like I'm like this is that that's just another thing that's collecting but like we we have hobbies they have mm-hmm. to collect the items in order to do the hobbies yeah it's not the collection is the hobby it's the fact that the hobby requires a collection yeah well there's a certain cathartic uh, value of like, oh, I have the complete set of this so that whenever I want, I can either take it off my shelf and go like, oh, I have all of them, or the fact that they, like there's a set that's complete. But in a lot of things, such as cards, such as figurines, yeah. uh, I'm guilty of it because I want to collect all my HQs. I'm only going to use two of them. Yeah. Um, that, oh, look at my shelf of completed models. At the very least, I still have a checklist that I can mark off and it can be completed. But, like, yeah. with Magic the Gathering, oh, I want to collect all of the cards. Well, first of all, good luck getting all the vintage cards. <laughs> Secondly, every year you're going to need to spend hundreds of dollars to just complete the collection again. Yeah. Especially chase cards that people seem to like at the time. Mm-hmm. On top of that, all the supplementary products, all the fun products, all the bonus... Like, this year alone... It feels like we've never been out of spoiler season because there's always been something new coming out. Isn't yeah. that fucking weird? Yeah. Like, M20 and Modern Horizons uh, were back-to-back releases. Modern yeah. Horizons was only meant to be printed cards, new cards, into Modern. Uh, they could be old legacy cards that are reprinted in the Modern yeah. or completely new cards, which most of them were. And a lot of the cards were really dope. And as soon as that finished and released, M20 spoilers came out. Which because, was an even better set. Which was nuts. <laughs> like... <laughs> The fact is, I still don't know which one goes to what, like, still, because the power level of the both of them are kind of, like, relatively even. Like, it was a very, very solid, uh, solid back-to-back as far as Magic the Gathering goes. And now we're in spoiler season again for Commander. Yeah. Which, holy fuck, the Commander stuff is looking really goddamn good already, and there's been, like, 12 cards. Red Populate was a mistake. That being said, <laughs> if they don't they they don't have populate X. Once they say populate X, where X is equal to something on the card in red, you're still safe. Because mm-hmm. like as soon as populate comes on, you're thinking Krinko, you're thinking uh, other red dragons, maybe. Because mm-hmm. dragons are usually like five five red flyers. Five five red flyers. Yeah. Um, there's not really else that's like many big red tokens. It's usually goblins and 
Yeah, they're usually really low to the ground. It's either goblins or elementals or dragons. Yeah, yeah and, elementals is the other ones. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I have a feeling it's probably going to be a lot of, a lot of dragon tokens. Because it's in, what, Naya colors, I think, populate? Populate is whenever you have a token, make another token. I assumed. Yeah. I got there eventually. Yeah. For the viewers, though. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine Krenko, like, Krenko's tap ability on a, just, just a physical instant speed spell? Stop. I want it, no. though. Populate X, where X is the amount of tokens you have. Nope. That's not okay. That's not okay. That is not okay, is but not it's a okay. commander card. It is. Right, that's cool. Oh, but then Legacy could play it. Yep. And they could make... <laughs> yeah, it's, I forgot these go also in the legacy because like yeah. Filebreaker was a was a hella good card. Yeah. Does does Wizards care about legacy as a format? <laughs> they they don't even care they, about modern. Yeah, I was just saying they don't really care about modern. Yeah, <laughs> so, they right. made Modern Horizons. To try so and then Populate X is definitely coming. Yeah, <laughs> they made they made uh, Modern Horizons welcome, Magic players to try and like tweak a couple things about modern. And then they printed Hogak and like just went to shit immediately. That was a very loud S. I'm sorry. To be fair, Hogak's a very card. loud card. It is a very loud card. It's an, it pretty much says, here's a free 8-8. Eight, eight. Ah. Trample. Like, so that's, fun. that's not the worst thing in modern, because you can take care of 8-8s eight occasionally. It's yeah. just that when that 8-8 eight, eight also generates more of itself. Yeah. You've, yeah. you've killed his 8-8. Eight, eight. Oh, here he is. Wait, wait, no, I just got rid of... Nah. Yeah. I have uh, four bridges from low. I'm just going to sacrifice the 8-8 that now is going to deny to your spell. But also I want to get an equivalent of 8-8 worth of creatures, which I'm going to sack or do something with. And then, surprise, look, there's another, the same 8-8. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, it uses Vengevine as a busted card whenever you cast your second or third creature spell, I think. It comes yeah. from the graveyard to the field. Hogak is like five or six and two black or green, and you can't cast, you can't use mana. You have to convoke, and it has convoke and delve. Yeah, delve means exiles things out of your graveyard to pay the cost up to a certain point, and then you have to convoke the rest. Yeah. So before bridge from below, whenever a creature goes to your graveyard from the battlefield, you get a two-two zombie, and your entire thing was sacrifice stuff. So you'd be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna sacrifice Hogak. To alter, mill myself eight, get a two two. Oh, this other thing popped out of the graveyard. That's a Venge Vine. I'm gonna play this thing. Oh, that pops out, and then I can play my Hogag for free, and I can sack that again. It's like it just you would just chain it to the point where turn two you had an oppressive amount of power. Like you could have sixteen power on turn two. Yeah. And you just go, all right, go. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, pyroplasm. That's what yeah, I wanted. A whole bunch lives. of zombies. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's horrifying. And yeah, the moment you try and exile it with Path, they're just like, all right, cool, I'll sack to the this thing and like make it bigger or mill myself a whole bunch yeah. to get more stuff in the... Oh, it's, it was so yeah. excruciating. When it makes removal fake, it's kind of... Unfair. Yeah, like it's, that's the problem is they tried to... The, you can't handle it. Yeah. It's not the first time they've done it. Like, no. Saheeli Cats was... Yep, Saheeli printed in the same fucking set. As its infinite combo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Saheeli was a three drop still? Uh, Sahili was really cheap. I'm pretty sure it was a three drop. It was uh, colorless, red, blue, and the cat was a four drop, so you could could do it on curve. Yeah. So three drop, if you didn't answer the planeswalker, you could just play the thing that makes you win the game. Because the cat just bounces a permanent, so removes, puts back, uh, and when you bounce a planeswalker, they retain, like, they get their original loyalty and they can cast a planeswalker spell. Sahili. Or cast a planeswalker spell, use a loyalty ability, but 
Um, <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> the snort was the best part. Zahili <laughs> had a plus ability that effectively... It's a minus. a minus, my bad. Yeah, plus. plus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sure I played this deck with the five stuff in here. Zahili had a minus ability that said copy a thing, uh, a creature or artifact. Uh, it gains haste. And it, when it enters the battlefield, obviously that battlefield thing triggers. So it makes a one four with haste that bounces her, so she can do it again. And then cheap chaining fucking one four hasters. Yeah. So then you do it twenty times, and the one four haster just swings in for lethal or however many you want to get over uh, your creatures. It was frustrating. Yeah, I that, hated it. That actually does sound awful. Mm-hmm. And because it's standard, no one had any specific removal for it. You needed fatal push, so you needed to sacrifice something to push the cat before it gets copied. Yeah, yeah. It was very hard to handle in standard, and they printed it in one set, and then they printed the cat in the next set right after it. So it was in the same block of Kaladesh. Yeah. So if yeah. the fucking cat was like a one-one, it wouldn't have been much of a problem because Red could just say, oh, "I'm gonna do a damage to yeah. it." Or Shock was printed. Yep. If it was a one-two, it would have been fine. But no, one-four, bolt-proof. Yep, couldn't couldn't bolt it. Couldn't do anything. It's too bulky on something with that. Yeah, it had too big of a butt to handle. Essentially, is what was the problem. There's a lot of times where I've looked at, and like this is very much from the outside. Yeah, but I look at a lot of cards that are like a 1-3 or a 1-4, and I go, hmm, like, that's, you know, it's, it, it, you're a good blocker. Yeah. And sometimes you can look at it and go, okay, yeah, you're just a good blocker. And sometimes I look at it and go, hmm, I don't get it, but I feel like this makes you very annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything with a big butt and a lot of text. Was it Wall of Shards or something like that? There's a 1-8 flying cumulative upkeep. You, not me, you gain a life. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So you gain one, then two, then three, and it keeps going up. And it just seems really fucking annoying. Because it's a 1-8 wall. How hard is it to get around a 1-8 wall? Incredibly. Yeah. Um, and you need a lot of uh, heavy on the front end. I really want to play a deck that uses that Tainted Remedy. If you were to gain life, you lose it instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was going to say, yeah, just how can I Soul Priest that? Yeah, like some bullshit, right? Yeah, uh, like that's, oh, could... that's all fun in games until someone makes their wall fucking hexproof. Mm-hmm. Of gore. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just a one eight. Um, then again, I guess there's a lot of vampires that solve that problem. There, I mean, there's there's a bunch of effects that say if you were to gain, you lose it instead. Yeah. So you just run those. Well, I'm like death touch is a thing. Well, death touch sometimes one mana removal is a thing. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, it's pretty low. You can just path it. But uh, it's it's just one of those weird like. Reasons I love magic is you can get weird shit like that, and you're like, "How do I handle this wall that's helping me gain life? <laughs> what do I do here?" Actually, okay, what like troll do they can just like bounce it, but that's <laughs> about it. They need to counter the uh, the life loss spell. Um, yeah, they, they, if if you're doing a life loss thing, they would have to bounce either part of it or counter the life loss or the thing itself. So like they need they need thing in the ice. Which is fine, but then once you play the one eight again, the thing any guys can't swing over it. That's annoying card. Yeah, it's a very annoying card. <laughs> um, if I wasn't balls deep into mono red prison, I probably I I I try it. Yeah, yeah, you would, Mister. Excuse me. Ooh. Excuse me. Ooh. Do you wanna? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waving a coffee threateningly at Beard because he hasn't 
drank it, and I know he's getting cranky. Yeah, no, we are going to end up stabbing on this podcast. It's very unfortunate. Well, I, yeah. Well, no, wake up. Coffee and rush and put a little makeup. <laughs> Rumbly tumblies. <laughs> and I want to I wanna give myself a buffer. I want to have a nice tea when I get home, probably. There you go. Yeah. It sounds nice. Nice tea. You did say nice in it, so I mean, it, it should sound nice. Very good. You know what? The, the descriptor makes it. It's not the actual physical thing itself. Like I was hoping you were going to have a bad tea just to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sit there cross iron waiting for it to, like, Steve, and I'm like, this could be bad. <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy this at all. Why did I set myself up for this? Actually, um, I the other day we went to David's Tea because I had a gift card and we bought two things of tea. Yeah. And one of them is a French toast tea, which is actually very delightful. Okay. The other one is a s'mores tea, which I'm assuming is delightful, but I read it before I took a sip and it has hazelnut in it and oh. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. <sighs> Good well. You could have rhubarb tea. That just sounds not good. Well, you wanted bad tea. That's true. <laughs> you can have a thistle tea. Ah, that's hey, always fun. There you go. That'll wake you up. <laughs> that draws you two cards. <laughs> that does. That's a good card. <laughs> yeah. No, that. Uh, have you ever tried like an actual thistle tea? No. Um, no. No. Fucking just straight up ripped off a tree and put in my soup of water. Please, yeah, it's. Uh, there's like a thing that comes out of it. It really does wake you up, but it's awful. <laughs> Um, it's, it's not like a gentle caress out of bed. It's more no, like it's, a it's a tea you drink and you feel slightly high afterwards, ah, there you um, go. which is very strange. There's a toxin in thistles is the thing. And so when you make a tea out of it, it, it really gets you going. Yeah. Cause your immune system is fighting to stay alive. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that would wake you up, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's not going to hurt you. Uh, but it's, it's going to hurt you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Part of you just slightly dies. Yeah. It's actually hilarious. Yeah. That's why rogues drink it. Uh, there you go. It makes you feel spicy on the inside. <laughs> and therefore it translates the spicy really on the inside. really bitters up your veins. There you go. Or just, I just looked it up. It's like, is uh, uh, milk thistle good for anything? They're like, eh, yeah, um, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer for anything. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Does this uh, kill me? <laughs> may cause diarrhea. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nausea, bloating, gas, and upset tummy. <laughs> it's so Tim's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I was going to say it's the anti-peptobismal, uh, but that's fine, too. <laughs> it may mimic the effect of estrogen. Huh. That's strange. That's mm. interesting. We're just going to close this now. <laughs> the more you read about it. It's the more you read about <laughs> it. Uh, like, yeah. Hmm. That does remind me, Thistle Tea, Wild Class is coming up this month. Hell yeah. I, uh, granted, we've we've done one thing together in WoW since you said, hey. Yeah. But, my God. I, <sighs> I will be back in WoW, um, not this week, but next week. Uh, I've been busy, and I went, you know what, I'm not going to pay for my subscription right now. It's fair. Uh, mostly because I'm only going to get, I'm not going to be using it for the next two weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, well, why not just pay in the middle of the month? Uh, because budget decisions. Well, I'm going to be busy. I'm also going to be a little broke. That's fair. Hey. Well, yeah. An extra $18 puts a lot of coffee in my my blood. Yeah. I probably shouldn't even get that, but oh well. Yeah. That's Broken Dope Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a triple pay month, though, this month, so. 
Oh, nice. Not, not for me, because I get paid every other week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you get paid this recently? Yeah. So did I. That, <laughs> I like it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing so much less shirt, and I'm so shiny. Yeah. No, you're a, a spectacle to behold. Ooh. Fancy. Point to me. I like it. Ooh. <laughs> You're really working on that farmer's tan. Oh, yeah. It's it's bad. My sister's making fun of me. I would, too. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that's why I pointed it out. Just yeah. to briefly, slightly Although, make fun of you. The farmer's tan no longer has a sharp cutoff. There is a gradient. Yeah, there is a bit yeah, of a yeah, gradient yeah. in some places. I'm not going to say you have 100% gradient. Yeah, it's because on. I always wear t-shirts with different size sleeves, so they go up and down. So I've got a light tan in the middle, and it fades up a little bit. You know the um, bendy straws, right? Yeah. I picture you, like, the sleeves of all your things are bendy straws. You're like, huh, can't stop this farmer's tan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have actually gone out landscaping wearing a long sleeve shirt for some reason. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I wear jeans all the time. Um, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I better roll these up. It's like, what am I doing? <laughs> but it's hard, because I'm so aggressively Caucasian that the sun burns me so fast. So easy. He's <laughs> so mean. And because I'm so pale, I get nervous about committing to trying to tan that, which means I'm just going to burn and feel uncomfortable. So I don't, but if I never do it, it's always going to be that bad. It's amazing because, like, the top, like, there's no grading on your face. No. You're just, like, kind of a solid ish color. Yeah. Like, so, I frequently wear a hat. I was going to say, are you wearing, like, a sombrero? No. Because, like, it's, it's very impressive. Usually no, I, there's I something. covered the top and back of skull, but side and front is open. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I think this is getting, like, roasted from the sun, but the top of my head is just getting sous vide and ends up just as dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's real good. It's a powerful technique. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's a hit cooking, uh, cooking technique. Yeah. yeah. I... I've never had anything sous vide, but my god, anything that comes out of it looks like shit. But after you cook it again, yeah, <laughs> yeah after after you put a crust on it, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, the trick with sous vide is you sous vide it and then you sear it real quick. Yeah, get the blowtorch out and just. Fucking... Well, the thing is, like when you sear, when you cook a meat, and then you're usually sous vide meat, but you get that edge on it and that crust, and that brings out so much of the extra flavor. It's true. I uh, reversed you to steak ages ago because, like, I had that steak for the Warhammer tournament that we didn't have because it was not at Ryan's place. Because I bought a steak to barbecue. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure you could have. I keep, I keep saying it almost semi-seriously. You could have microwaved it. I am not. Yeah, microwave your fucking steak. The steak. <sighs> That's yeah, a joke. I reverse seared it. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. But the searing was important. It absolutely is. Like. When you get good steak, they sear it and then cook it so that you keep the juices. Yeah. Because they can't penetrate the hard, crusty edge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with sous vide, the hard, crusty edge is a bag. <laughs> um, but it, it works. It, it, it isn't often going to look great when it comes right out of the bag because it's just been sitting in mildly warm water for a while. <laughs> well, like, it looks like a gray lump <laughs> of garbage and then as soon as you like as soon as you put it on a pan or like blow torture you're like oh yeah I recognize that as food now (laughs) (laughs) well and that's the thing is like you know if you sous vide a steak it's gonna be tender and juicy as all hell yes then just throw it in like a hard skillet with some barbecue sauce and stuff on the edge caramelize it and you're gonna beautiful yeah yeah Bob's your uncle that's really good I just just browned butter and put some spices on it it's great that also works 
Like, I, there's there's beauty in simplicity. I love cooking, and I wish I had more money to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this morning at the restaurant, my server was very hungover. <laughs> this poor boy. He stayed last night to help the other server, who was new, close. Then he had social plans, which meant he was out until 8. Yeah. Uh, slept until 9, came to work. Yeah. He was there before me, and I always come in early. But when I came in, he was in the office just... <laughs> face down on the desk, like having a power nap. Uh, he, he fell asleep standing up once. Impressive. It was really funny. Um, so yeah, I'm you like, do that almost regularly, dude. <laughs> I'm like, here, come here, man. I got something for you. And he's like, what is it? And I garlic fried him some eggs and put it on garlic toast. And I'm like, there you go. That'll make you feel good. <laughs> That'll snap you around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Garlic cleans you out. I, I love... Uh, garlic. Yeah. yeah, no, garlic goes on everything almost. I, I, I'm a garlicky boy. Mm-hmm. Right. I make I when I when I make eggs, I uh, crack three eggs and I just hammer it with some garlic spice and mm-hmm. like a like a tiny pinch of salt. Uh, whip that shit up and I throw it in the oven at three fifty for fifteen minutes. Yeah. And when you pop it out, it's like it's this fluffy ass omelet looking thing. Fantastic! It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I recently found a recipe for a really interesting uh, frittata, uh-huh. which and it's. Of course, a bunch of eggs. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, goat cheese pockets inside of it. And right. some other... Right. It's a Gordon Ramsay recipe. All right. Uh, it is... It looks absolutely delicious. Actually, the uh, the tournament last week that I went to, before I went, I was like, I'm going to make a spinach and goat cheese omelet. And that's, that's pretty much what I did. Yeah. And it's it was great. fabo. Yeah. Um, you can go and it's like... Gordon Ramsay's, like, top five recipes <laughs> for specific things steak, breakfast food, stuff like that. And it's meant to be like things that anyone can make. Yeah. Um, but you're going to panic the entire time you do so if you're not <laughs> of that quality. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's just, it looks so fucking good all the time. I'm watching more MasterChef lately too, so it doesn't help. <laughs> that does not. Usually while I'm at work. <laughs> it's <laughs> There's the good food, he says, as he clobbers another lobster in half. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Oh. Like, I don't enjoy cutting the lobsters, but every now and then I'm still struck by, like, the humor of, I'll cut one. And it's not until, like, a minute later that he's like, oh, shit. And, like, he tries to leave, but he's in half. I'm like, your brain is over there. (laughs) And over there. And he just still doesn't care. So, it's like, all right. (laughs) Crabs are worse. Yeah, you've explained. Yeah. Yeah. I just pictured the scissors and the crab image from 4chan all those years ago. Yeah. <laughs> this See, kills the crab. <laughs> when you mention that, I, I picture, like, they're having a screen goes black and white moment. So this is me. I bet you're wondering how I got here. And then, like, as soon as that flashback is over, he's already cut in half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is me. Just like... <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. With that, cooking, cooking talk is good. Cooking talk is good. There was a time where the only thing I do at work, because my work is very light on uh, actual content, so a lot of the time, uh, especially when I was trying to get over the whole, like, I needed to sleep at night yeah. business, um, was me specifically zombieing out on any cooking show on YouTube I could muster. Yeah, it's... Is that how the binging with Babish Actually, I've only discovered... Only discovered Very recently, actually. And then I binge-watched all his episodes because I like his voice. He has a quality voice. 
he's a he's a he's a cool guy. He's a good he's, he's wholesome. And uh, he taught me how to make a good grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. And that's really the quality. If you also, you suck at cooking. Really good. Uh, Have you ever seen that? You no. suck at cooking? No, I oh, thought that was just an offhand comment. No, no. <laughs> I was like, oh. No, I wasn't being insulted. No, it's, it's literally a YouTube channel called You Suck at Cooking. Slightly, so but I, I do like making cheesecakes. I've actually made more cheesecakes <laughs> in the last month than I think I've ever mustered. Like, I think I made, like, three for some reason. Why are you, why are you making so many cheesecakes? I love cheesecake! That's fair, I do too. Oh, boys. What's up? What's the matter? I was just thinking of, uh... Tell us. You know, it's, it's a scrambled egg recipe. It's real good. I've learned so much. I've learned so much. Yeah, apparently the trick is a bit of creme fraiche. Uh, yeah, it tends to help. Yeah. Um, and you season after. Yeah. Uh, not before. I, uh, uh I just, I'm before. just lazy. Yeah. And I just season it as I mix it. You could fuck you. Be yeah. more, you could just cook it and then season it after. Oh, it's like it, it, see, or it's in like the second half the of the cook, like not the first <laughs> half when there's still all water. You need to like add it after that. Yeah, well, I mean, the way I do it, I just throw it in the oven and go. Right, so oh, fuck yeah. it. Also works. By the time I pop it out of the oven, I'm just so hungry. Yeah, but then you know, it always depends on what you're doing. Like eggs are weird, but. uh if I was cooking it at the stove, sure, I'll season midway through. Probably. Yeah. Like, when it when it's at, like, the weird... Yeah. Oven stuff, just throw it all in. Yeah, you're, fine. You're usually fine. Who cares? But it's good. Um, good. I... Totally that's what I was going to say. I was going to switch topics, I think, because here's fucking stupid. Yeah? Because I don't think anybody can really relate to cooking if they're poor. No. <laughs> Speaking of cooking when you're poor, me and Emily want to really do the, like, blue apron stuff. Oh, my God. Or blue apron adjacent stuff. Uh... So, okay, here's my problem with that. What's up? Right? Is it's, hey, they go, here's food. Yeah. More expensive than you'd normally pay for it. Yeah. With a recipe that tells you how to make the thing. Yeah. But the recipe they're giving you is, like, the first hit off Google with those ingredients. Huh. Uh, it, it, it's, it's basically, yes. Yeah. Like, not much of it gets fancier technical because, by nature, it's not fancier technical. Yeah. And... I it basically hits a point where, like, because Jess and I have talked about it. Yeah. But unless we're at a point in our lives where we're so busy that we actually can't even, like, grocery shop on our own, mm-hmm. it's not worth doing. I think it's less so the obtaining food and obtaining recipes and more so the I wouldn't bother to actually cook this at all type of thing. It's mm-hmm. more so a... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's more so a uh, experience thing, which is the most pretentious thing I could have said. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All respect Let me clear that. my throat so I can enunciate. Did you sounds? Despite your reasoning for Blue Apron being the experience of cooking. Well, well all right, just, all right. Despite that, I respect the answer. Well, like, okay, so... Despite Blue, the answer, I do respect it. Blue Apron somehow. and other things, like, depending on what cooking surface yeah. you get, it's either, here's some stuff you could have legitimately just cooked on your own, and here's some stuff that you... You legit- wouldn't have tried without yeah. being told. Yeah, exactly that. And that's... I get that. and That's that's fine. I yeah. mean, in that case, just find a random recipe button and just go, we're going to try and make this. And then it's like, all right, udon. Let's find the stuff we need for udon. I mean, it's effectively doing that at a cost and they just send you the shit pre, yeah. pre-measured. So, like, it's effectively the same thing because you're going to spend a lot on groceries anyway if you just do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it saves I, a lot of time on prep and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind 
doing all that. Like, I'm definitely all for the, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to consult the internet for something. My my biggest problem with Blue Apron and the related things is when people say, oh, we're doing this. It's to save money and time. Oh, yeah, like, that's awful. That's false. You yeah. you, you spend more money. <laughs> Stop staring at your arm. No, it's, it's brighter. It's shinier farther up now. <laughs> it's, that's the timer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, and that's the thing is like, you know, you can save some time. You will never save money. Oh, 100%. Uh, is, unless you're just s- actually off like cooking. At which point, don't but uh yeah it's you know it's an interesting i thought about it just for trying new stuff yeah yeah yeah. but it's 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 definitely a service that you don't need it's one of those things that are like oh oh it's very much a white person problem 100 (laughs) percent. and that's why i'm participating in it because if it's if it's stereotypically white i particularly uh participate in it yeah no you seem to have a a foot in that race, really. Uh. Uh, for some reason, I'm ankle deep in it. I'm not <laughs> sure why. I want to stop, but no, every time I go into a liquor store, I'm like, well, I could get What's some. the IPAs like? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate beer. I'm more of a white person when it comes to wine. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And even if I'm like, I want some cidery-ass cider, I go in for cider, and I take a look at, like, the chili section in the wine, and I'm like, oh, what is, oh what's going on here? <laughs> You gotta sell some regular-ass Karen over here. I guess so. I'm, Jeez. I don't know. I'm evolving into being a hyper-Karen. The one thing <laughs> I haven't done yet is demand to speak with someone's manager. It's coming. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's coming soon. Yeah. Give it time. You're, you're, you're something. I just need the haircut. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we can get you a bob. It's <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, I, uh... I mean, given the fact that I can't drink doesn't really help anything, but, like, I, I don't know. Oh, and I have two cats? Fuck, man. Yeah. No, you are... The one thing keeping me from actually being a Karen is a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and a minivan. Yeah, ah, there you go. a minivan, and my kids mean everything to me. And, oh, and, uh... fuck. And I'm looking for a vehicle, too, so, like, <laughs> could you imagine the first vehicle is a reasonably priced minivan, and I'm not going to realize it until I buy it. Comes preloaded with stickers. Also... There's no such thing as a reasonably priced minivan because there's no reason to ever fucking buy one. <laughs> hey, you got Ever. I'm very mini- tempted by, again, Fozzy and deals. <laughs> Minivans and uh, SUVs are horrible. Yeah, it's like, well, here's the thing. is like, there's a purpose every now and then for some SUVs, but most of them are just a waste. Yeah, no. Like, anything that isn't built with, like, a truck's frame is just an utter waste. And even then... If you need a truck-like vehicle, buy a truck. Yeah. Uh, if you need a large vehicle to carry more people, there's SUVs for that that are better than minivans. Yeah. Get a Suburban, <clears throat> right? But if you don't have four children, yeah. don't get one. I mean, Emily loved her SUV. Yeah. Absolutely recognized that it was bleeding her. Yeah. Well, and that's, <laughs> that's the thing. is like they can be really convenient for sports and some other stuff or like when you do a lot of traveling. Yeah. But, yeah, they're expensive. 100%. And it's just... I've never understood... Like, I guess they're useful for small business owners. Yeah, but they're, like, like, if you're transporting work stuff. That frequently, just buy a fucking truck. Yeah. 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 Buy buy it for a purpose. Yeah. 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 It's... It it annoys me. I I don't have a middle ground between, I'm just going to buy a truck and give me my little hatchback with a bunch of motor in it. It's, to me... The middle ground between that is opulent. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I wouldn't buy an Audi R7. Oh, you fool. But that's not any time 
in a reasonable future. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, the only thing I want in the near future is a Model S Tesla thing. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, I have seen a supercharger when I was at Annapolis Royal. It's multiple superchargers there. I have yet to actually see the proper Tesla branded supercharger in Halifax. Yeah. Which I find is very bizarre because Annapolis is like the first city of Nova Scotia. <laughs> I saw a Tesla for the first time in the city like three days ago. Oh, wow. I so, see them all the time. Yeah. Actually, sad. tournament organizer Alex at the Tesla. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's actually very well off. He just does nothing at all. Finish I'm your house, off. son. That's, that's <laughs> how you get well off. Last chance for the coffee before I drink it. Oh, you drink it. Okay. You drink! Yeah. Love the guy. He's actually, like, the more you speak with tournament organizer Alex, the more interesting a person oh, yeah. he becomes. I like the guy. Like, the I've guy. always liked him since I played Magic with him. Yeah. Well, like... He's just a delight. He also has people call him by his title, no matter what. <laughs> well, we have multiple Alexes, which yeah. is why I specify. We yeah, also chat on an Alex before, so I'd rather not associate tournament <laughs> organizer Alex with I really actually hate the guy Alex. Yeah, well, there's I really actually hate the guy Alex, tournament organizer Alex, and crown witch Alex. Oh, yeah. yeah. That fucking fades the actual like showing up to anything Alex. You know what? You know, was... He came. Yeah, but <laughs> was he really there? <laughs> it was whispers. <laughs> In my heart, man. <laughs> the more you believe in him, the more power he gets. So, oh, like, Lord. I gotta go help somebody else move now. Like, Alex. <laughs> Same person. I, I know, that's the thing. How many, how many times does people have to move in your life, you asshole? Uh, I would... I would like to interact more with Alex. On a Wednesday. Yeah, it's hard. Right. It's hard to interact more with Alex. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm definitely the type of person that wouldn't reach out because I'm more of a, if you want to do something, let me know and I'll join you type of person. Yes. I would not say, like, guys, hold up. Let's go do this white person thing. I have yeah. an idea. <laughs> yeah. I, ju- I just don't. Um, Reminds oh, me. It's that you need. Yeah, What's going speaking on? of white person thing, you going rock climbing? <laughs> Out of nowhere, like the the modern uh, yeah. magic crew was just like we're talking about working out and stuff, and one of them was like, "I've got a membership to the rock climbing place. Anybody want to go rock climbing?" And I guess we're going rock. Climbing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I enjoyed like I went rock climbing before. I I really enjoyed it. I was uh, I'm definitely not the demographic for it. <laughs> However, uh, I do recognize that the more I do it, the probably better mm-hmm. it is for me mm-hmm. because when I did when I did it the first time, I burnt everywhere. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> there wasn't a muscle in my body where I couldn't move, and I was like, oh, that's the rock climbing. Yeah, you, no. po- you poor boy. The day after rock climbing. I was really so enjoyed, miserable. Super enjoyed myself. I was yeah, like, oh. He was happy about it, but he was so fucking pained. I did, I did three <laughs> of the six uh, easy rock climbing things, just because one of the ones you had to, like, hang, and I was a lanky boy, so, like, when I hung onto the thing, arm. and I needed to, like, fling myself over... I was already there before I could even perceive, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and grab, oh, it's over there now. <laughs> Suddenly oh, I'm on the extreme rock climbing course. <laughs> Some of those were not pleasant, because you get up near the top and, like, the last one, you go, okay, how do you get over there? Well, you have to swing yep. and just kind of grab it, because if you don't, you're not coming back. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh. There's a, there's a whole lot of way down, and as much as padding helps. <laughs> there was that one in the corner that you had to go up and then back out mm, and those there's, it was in a corner so you'd come out that way and there was a wall to support you but there's no good holds to put on it yeah and you trapped yourself in a mm-hmm. spot where you're like shit I wasn't supposed to go <laughs> that was one of the ones I didn't finish <laughs> yeah, I didn't finish that either because I only got like one up from where you were yeah and then I went up and I went nope 
I yeah. just started reaching my hand and said, no, it's too far, and I just let go and dropped. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm done. There's also, <laughs> like, the point of uh, exhaustion, where uh, I, I, I tried a few of them before I completed some, and at that point I was like, I could probably do this if I just started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the event horizon of... Oh, oh. Yeah, my, yeah they, the, my stamina yeah. wheel was way low. About it. <laughs> yeah, so I've been like, I, not in anticipation of this, but I've just been doing home workouts. So hopefully, I won't be too beat to shit if I go do. This. I would love to go. It's really just that I'd like to go. Right, there you go. <laughs> Best thing I have for you is and they'll always tell you, but do as much with your legs as you can. Mm-hmm. It's a really easy trick to go. Oh, I'm just gonna pull myself up here. Wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't pull yourself anywhere. In the last month, I've done so many squats, my underwear fit differently. Oh, so I think I've got legs. Nice. Do you know how I solved that problem? Don't wear underwear. Exactly. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I gotta share every uh, now and then. I'm actually wearing some right now. So. Wow. Well, tell me you question me as to why I was wearing underwear. I know. Yeah. <laughs> why are you still wearing underwear? I'm like, Zach, I don't know. <laughs> it's just routine now. I bought silk underwear and they're comfortable. I like to think that you're both getting in the shower together, though. <laughs> it's an actual reasonable question. <laughs> How do you wash down there if you still have underwear on? I don't know, Zach. I put enough soap on there. It's done. I have a sponge on a stick. <laughs> Where's your stick sponge? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please shave. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, I I, uh, I I fully intend to go rock climbing not too long. Speaking of white people activities, well, like <clears throat> I think the group would be lovely to go with, just because our magic crew, especially the ones we keep in touch with, they're they're very interesting. Like, we, have, we have a weird crew when it comes to the magic folk. Well, like we're oddly self uh, self demeaning, but at the same time, we're very like we pump each other up a little <laughs> bit. Like, we're all supportive while also being demolishing of each other's spirits consistently. Yeah, actually. We're vicious. We're viciously uh, friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you can do both. 100%. That's, that's the thing. is like You really can do both. It's a fine line, but you can. Yeah. When we first met Beard and started hanging out with all this group stuff, uh, I felt like it got to the point where it was too vicious and not friendly enough, and I reeled back. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, especially coming out of high school, our whole group was really bad for that. Yeah. And in hindsight... We were way more vicious, not enough support. Yeah. And that gets really obvious when you run into the odd person from high school who is still that way, and you yeah. go, oh, ooh, yeah. ooh, you're bad at social. we've all grown. Mm, you've I got am. seven charisma. <laughs> so, sometimes you just got to cut the shit and be like, you know what, good job. You know what, I believe you, you can do it. No, I've, like, I, I've, I've mixed my insults with pickups at the same time. Like, I... I shouted at Adrian once across the room, don't make me take you outside and compliment the fuck out of you. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> like, I just, I, I like I like mixing up the threatening aura with the, the upbringing of support. And it's just, it's now become an amusing, fun threat <laughs> in a way. It's like, don't let me kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Kiss the fuck out of you. <laughs> but yeah, um... Definitely. At a certain point, I mean, bearded has become less of a, a, an activity that happens, but that, that used to be a thing that was set around the group a lot. When somebody numbed something up, they uh, they bearded it. Well, like, that's because I was really well known for... Oh, yeah. A, Deflecting palm. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was that was my uh, uh, creme de la creme, the, my magnum oh, opus. Oh, the 11th hour sidestep? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the that's where that comes from. Ah, very good. <laughs> the I was healing a, 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 a mythic once, and because I didn't know, like, because I had played my monk for all of two seconds when healing, I just rolled off the edge. <laughs> or was I tanking? Either way, I was. It's the same thing for a fucking monk. Dude. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Either way. Right off. The uh, the I require handrails at all times <laughs> mantra was yeah. uh, a thing. Everybody else is bowling on the lanes without the bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, then that was that. I, I feel like that got heavy handed at a certain point. I, I reeled back on that. Yeah, I'm kind of glad everybody else did. Honestly, <laughs> well, to be fair, I was I was really well known for it. I kind of embraced it a little bit. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm a. Yeah. I'm an analogy. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, is like you can embrace and go, okay, this is kind of funny. Like I get it, and then like after you know eighteen months, you're like, yeah, that's me. Yep, <laughs> beard beard tends to quit out on self reflection a lot. <laughs> that's why I'm so sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's very good to do. <laughs> he go to his bathroom. There's no mirrors. He's like, wow, he was really serious about this. <laughs> Emily comes on, ah, fuck, I gotta put up the mirrors again. <laughs> As you see a mirror, you're like pawing at it. Wow. Like, no, stop! <laughs> you're such a philosophical vampire. <laughs> I, um... Oh, God, I lost what I was gonna say. Damn it. It was about you, the healing thing. You've been doing that for a while. I know. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not altogether, like... Because I mentioned... Did you just wake up? I kind of did. Well, I mentioned on the You're having back. the same memory leak I have all the time. Yeah, no, I think I had a stack overflow at some point. Everything yeah. just kind of ejected. So I've had I. that so many times. <laughs> Nine <up>. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> still flowing. We're still rebooting, boys. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> Replace the RAM. Replace the RAM! <laughs> we, we had the conversation on the way back from picking up you where, like, I just got back from vacation, but, like, relaxing, doing nothing, back at home... It's a different sort of acclimation to relaxing and doing nothing on a vacation. And I don't think my mind still has caught up yet. Cause it's like, vacation jet lag. Yeah, it's weird because uh, I woke up and I the only thing I brought with me was the Switch. So I would play Hero, which I still want to get onto. Holy fuck. Um, Quick, just make topics. Put the topics on top of that topic. <laughs> you, you need topics? Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, just woke up, watched wrestling and... Did, uh, did that, so I woke up and watched wrestling today, and I was like, wait, I'm doing something else that isn't quite right, and I feel like I should be doing something else that I can't do, and everything's, my plans are, I don't have plans, and I've got this plan. So it's kind of a weird, whew, try and get back in the loop of things. Yeah, sometimes when when you're relaxing at home, you have a prelate, like, yeah, you have a thing where everything is here, so you might as well do something. Yeah. And then you, when you when you dump that and you go somewhere else, you uh, tend to think like, "Well, now I can't do anything, so I yeah. might as well do nothing." But at the same time, you're not paralyzed by choice out there, so you have like very limited things to do. So you get them done and yeah. you do them all. You yeah. come home and you're like, "Well, I could do this, or I could like this morning." I while I was watching wrestling, I was like, "I could do league, I could do magic, I could do my dailies and wow, I could play some siege, I could do some Mordhau just for fun, so let's do it around." Or I could, you know, go out read a book. I got two books, so I could I could actually crack one of those yeah. open. Like, well, let's, thinking let's... about taking up knitting, and yeah. your, your brain just goes through fucking everything. Yeah. Well, that's why like a lot of artists just decide to pick themselves up and go to a barn in the middle of nowhere to yeah. produce their albums. Yeah. Just because there's literally nothing to do except, you know what, we might as well just fucking write a song. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't want to get stuck in a rut of, uh, like, I just having too much choice is kind of a bad thing sometimes. It really is. Uh, I have regularly found 
the easiest way to do something and have fun with it is to have something else you're supposed to be doing. Yep. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> like... Man, tax time oh. must be fucking ecstatic for you. <laughs> taxes? <laughs> for some reason, that's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> you gotta do your taxes. Oh, no, like, if I have homework, I'm just like, fuck yeah, Grail War. <laughs> and if Grail War comes up, I'm like, fuck yeah, homework. It's the dumbest... I. Thing. I should go. I should go back to school specifically so that I can be like, I have a project that I really want to do, but also I have this fucking physics homework I got to do. Well, guess what I'm doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not even a coin flip. Nothing at that was point. ever so fun as the thing that you probably shouldn't have been doing, sitting yep. next to the thing you were. Well, it just yep. makes you feel like you're doing you're doing something bad. You do bad. And like in in the most like pubescent white person. Yeah, way. yeah. Absolutely. It's it's <laughs> it's as. <laughs> It's a small hit of adrenaline where, like, wait a second, I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I'm doing it productively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Sitting I mean, in a room I, playing games going, tee-hee to yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of times where, like, my alarm goes off. It's like, oh, I gotta go put on pants and go grab Zach, but I'll be in the middle of something like, I can do another game. Yeah, bad. It's <laughs> always late. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beard's never awake at this hour. Exactly. He hasn't, he hasn't stated the rights of Beard yet. <laughs> I... I don't like that you have a spiritual link with me. <laughs> you need to invoke. I can just wake you up whenever I feel like it. That's I, the scariest part. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering how far this power actually goes forward. Like, he, he he works nights, so I guess, you know. But, like, can you do a free will who work days? Maybe. That's the next step. We need to figure out who we can write this to. Um, when, I, when I start, like, walking in the random places, like, you see me downtown just in a trance, that's how you know he's got me. <laughs> uh, I've done it to Nick, but... Nick is on a very strange sleep schedule. I, I don't I've, believe that boy sleeps. I, I've done it. Uh, I've messaged him on Discord at 2 a.m. Been like, hey, any chance you're awake? And then 10 minutes later, he's like, I just woke up. So, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so I was saying. <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> Stop. 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 <laughs> that is just like, it's your stand. It's really <laughs> shitty, but like. You can just make anyone add attention at all times. Yeah, it's it's really good. What's the stand name? <sighs> Wake up, Dad. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, I've hammered a bunch of times. I really want to talk about Hero. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, the uh, cheesecake. I fucking uh... <laughs> I'm slap you in the, your, your shit-eating face. No, we uh, we there was the the brief period where Emily was home. We did the thing, and then. I reset my Nintendo account password so I can log in and immediately purchase Hero. And so we got Hero because um, you, Blake, and myself were there, and we're all kind of like, not aficionados of fighting games, Blake more so than anything, but like, Mm -hmm. we enjoy the fighters. So it's like, Hero just came out today. Yep. Let's fucking, let's just play that. That, he's busted the fuck. Well, like, it came to a point. I noticed. Absurd. Came to a point where I like. I, I said, "Oh man, I didn't get any crits, and you guys got like two of this game." Then and as critted. soon as I said it, yeah, I crit the guy. You kill me. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. went boop, killed me at like forty percent or something. That was stupid. Okay, so I sent that that little video in in Discord of literally killing Refit Trainer from zero percent. Yes. With two moves. Yeah. That's not good. No, and she's like mid weight. She, yeah, she's not... Uh, she's she not, has a little float, but she's harder to KO. She works out, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, up B into sight, or just charged B, and she just died. Like, immediate 60% knocked off the edge. 
Dumb. Fully charged side B has armor and no one understands. Wait, what? It has armor? <laughs> well, like, okay, so when the lightning comes down and yeah. it shocks you and you're about to do, like, the, 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 swirly, the bit? swirly bit, you don't get hit out of that. Well, fuck. So as soon as that lightning hits you and your opponent approaches you, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, <clears throat> so he has a chance to crit yeah. on just as A moves. Uh, he has a down B menu with, like, 400 trillion attacks on it. It's actually 30. It's absurd. It's really <laughs> dumb. Um, sometimes you, you play against Beer and he just kills himself right at the last stock. As you do. He went the amount of times that I've done that were like, the guy was right in front of me, and I know that any spell that I cast is going to be beneficial, yep. but the spell that I cast is in Kamikaze. Kaboom! Yeah, yep, Kamikaze. <laughs> they both start with Ka. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same thing. Exactly. And yeah, no, like, it's... No. It's not okay. Like, I don't know how you competitively shift for a character who just out of nowhere can just murk you from 20. Yeah, I think I it's don't. banned. Immediately? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure uh, no one, like, everyone just collectively decided, <laughs> look, this character is not a character right now. Because Evo happened right after. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw a lot of YouTube, like, headlines, quote-unquote, of Hero is banned just immediately. Mainly because, A, no one knows actually knows how to play him, and no one knows how to play against him, so that's fair. You just need a hot second for him to warm up. But B, there's so much RNG horse shit that unless there's an option to turn off at the very least crits, you're not going to be able to play him in any capacity. Like, I can see the down B menu being okay. Like, Kamikaze is there for funsies, and if you yeah. pay attention, you're never going to actually select that option. But, like, Thwack and Whack is, uh, well, it's, it's flack and whack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the one-hit KO moves. No, like, a lot of people are both trying to ban and unban. Like, it's it's been very contentious in the actual community. If they took away his crits, I can see him being competitive. He's yes. new and he's very strong. Very strong! Well, like, even without everything else, his charge moves are very powerful, very competitive. His smash attacks are very good. He hits well, like a heavy. And that's the thing, is like, it shouldn't go into tournaments immediately. Yes, I agree. Like, just in general, as soon as there's a new character that is launched, like, at tournament time, yeah. they shouldn't be part of the tournament because if they're broken or unbalanced or there's exploits, not everyone is able to prepare and yep. it, it just, it unbalances everything, yeah. right? It, it's a weird shift and you're trying to adjust for this shift while also yeah. putting on a competitive it's, meta. It's like, very it, bizarre bothers me because uh, Blizzard will frequently release a new hero uh, like halfway through a competitive season for Overwatch. Yeah. And it's like that that's true. like less important because there's not real isn't really Overwatch tournaments. There's no. now there's the league and shit. Sure. Yeah. But competitive even if Overwatch just doesn't want to be competitive Overwatch at all. Like Blizzard's yeah. attitude or the team that runs its attitude is not a competitive game at all. Yeah, no. And it's like it's weird, but like the cohesiveness in the meta that existed, you go, okay, cool, you do your placements, you place, you start trying to work your way up, and then they throw a new character in, and unless you play all the time, you don't know how to deal with them, and nope. then it just makes your game worse, and you go, okay, this sucks. It's like, at least in Siege, when they introduce new characters, it's at the start of a new season. Yeah, and that's that's what the patch season is, right? Yeah. Here's new characters, start the season, go. Yeah. And so, by the time the end of the season, tournaments happen, like, you've got this fun adjustment period, yeah. and everybody's okay with it. Yeah, you go, you know, here's year four, Sorry. season one, two new characters, and then the okay. season starts, and you have time to adjust to it. Here's Lion, going to competitive, ban Lion immediately. 
Uh, okay, there might have been an issue here. <laughs> I don't think I actually played Lion more than twice when uh, he became released and ranked. He's back to three charges. Is he? Yeah, he has three charges, but uh, it doesn't last as long. Yeah. And... I know they reduced how long it lasts. Yeah, so like, if you move during it, instead of you glowing and then continuing to glow for a little bit, you only glow while moving. Alright, that's a little bit more reasonable. It is. It's fine. But you have three again. So you just plant. Do it. And then they're like, fuck, now I have to like rush in a little bit. Right? Yeah. If you have teammates alive, you plant. Wait for everyone for like five seconds to go, oh shit. And then they're sprinting towards you and just pop it and hide. While someone covers the angle and you're good. Yeah. Like, it's it works again for that. Because you can do it immediately for... It doesn't really work for spawn peeking as much anymore. Yeah. Because if they're already at the window, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But if they're still <laughs> running to a window or getting set up, or if Cav's trying to do a runout, it saves you from runouts and stuff. Yeah. And then you still get to use one mid-game and one after planting. Yeah. That's not bad. And I, three was a good comp- number for it. Three is a great number. It was just a little overtuned at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of the Evo stuff... I, I stayed up much later than I should have last night. You were at work, so it was yeah. perfectly fine. But we were watching the Tekken finals. Oh, yeah. Up until I lost my boy. <sighs> yeah, that was unfortunate. Rip and pepperoni, Lomage. But, like, uh, at the very last set of, like, the, the, the it, there was 1-1. One, one, you needed one more win. Like, yeah. all right, let's do this. The guy read him like a book. Like, oh, he always was... opened up the same thing. And then, fortunately, the guy was like, he, he, he caught on. Yeah, and I feel like there were a lot of pokes that weren't capitalized on. Um, but watching the Tekken Evo finals is so butt-clenchingly, like, just enthralling. Yeah. So, some games were like, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's definitely, like, the better at punishing, and that other guy is good at momentum. Like, he's, he's this game is already kind of pre uh, predetermined at this point. Yeah. As soon as the first, like, the, the first inch of health goes away. But then there are some games where, like, he's at a sliver of health and he could definitely win this if he inputs correctly and yep. then he whiffs. Or, oh, like, and then someone just raws a special and then the guy just sidesteps it and pokes that was it with whips. Yeah. That was super hot. Guy was, like, just about to clinch it with uh, the critical art. And you just see, like, because sometimes uh, in Tekken, when two hits are coming out, it'll slow-mo mm-hmm. and show who gets it. And the guy had, like, a sliver of health. If he connected this, won it. If he didn't, fucking next set. And, like, yeah, just went under and boop, popped him right in and took his pixel of hell down, killed him. It's like, oh. Who was that? Was, was it Majin that, like, ducked a fucking high kick and then punched him for death? Some, yeah. Like, it was insane. Like, it was split second, like, frame by frame. Ducked for one frame, immediately did a standing punch and killed him. Yeah. Yeah. There That's was, the most satisfying part of a fighting game. Oh, yeah. And there's this, uh, like, because King's my favorite character in Tekken. That's why I love Lil Majin. He's the only King player. But there is a Korean Armor King player, mm-hmm. and he threw it away by playing Jack in his first best, because it's a uh, best of three, yeah. um, out of uh, three, out of a, uh, sorry, first first of three wins, wins the set, and it's best of three of the sets to move on. Yeah. And he, he plays Armor King, and he swapped out to Jack, and just got demolished. But uh, the the person he fights against, Geese, is kind of like the bugbear of the tournament. Geese and Kazumi are both fucking wall characters where they're very high positioned because they're just very strong kits and their punish is very, very easy to, to take care of. 
So when he played Jack, it was kind of like, all right, you've got reach. Maybe you could get something. He just got punished. I think he got double perfect. I think. The oh way, my god! The way they framed that is a a fucking plot of something. Because they were like, oh, he's been very uh, he's very unconfident. Like this is losers bracket. So yeah. he's like, oh, he's been very not like unconfident with Armored King. Like lately, he's been whiffing a lot of things he should be landing and blah blah blah. And they went into this tirade about. How this guy, who's normally a very proficient player, just either the nerves got him or something else happened that he's just, he's, he's fucking up. Like, he's I didn't not... have audio for this because I was also in bed with Ashley, so I didn't want to, like, turn it on. So yeah, yeah. so, like, they were discussing it, like, very, very confident in his, in his Armored King. Like, uh, you know, he's, he's been, he's been whiffing stuff he hasn't been hitting. And, you know, he's high position, but, you know, the, in, in top eight, you gotta be, you gotta be top, top notch. You gotta, you gotta be confident in your plays. And then he picked Jack, and he was like, oh, what is happening? Like, th- this could be a play. Like, this is, this is a surprise for everybody type of thing. Yeah. Same yeah. with, like, the Heihachi pick. As soon as someone yeah. picked Heihachi, everyone was like, hold up. I see Heihachi on screen right now. <clears throat> yeah, Heihachi has not really been seen too much in the competitive things, but, like... He has... He's kind of been out of the, like, competitive scene for a couple Tekken sessions. Yeah, he's not been good since, like, Tekken 4, Tekken Tag 2... Maybe I don't yeah. know, but it's like the the meta is Geese, Kazumi, Devilgen, Dragonov, and yeah. like everyone else does what he can do, but better. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like Drag. that's that's the problem with Jack of all trade characters. Yeah. He's like, yeah, <laughs> it was really nice watching tournaments go, and it's not like you never had a Geese versus Geese at least. Yeah, you you had Geese versus Dragonov, Geese versus Claudio, like these these characters that I enjoy playing also. So it's like really nice to see. King's my favorite, but like. Even I can dumpster on low-tier nerds with Dragonoff and Steve. And um, this other guy who I think his name is Huang, but I don't know because he's new to Tekken 7 and I just can't remember everybody. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really fun to watch. And like I'm just sitting there in bed watching on my phone. I'm like, come on, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Trying not to bug the person sleeping next to me for like maybe 45 minutes until I saw a little Mashi come on screen. I'm like, there's my boy. He's dead. Shit. Oh. Dang. <laughs> yeah. I think it's dramatic. Oh my god. It's so that, nothing gets the heart up more than when you're at, like, a very important game. Mm-hmm. It, with anything, really. Like, as soon as you're on top tables on Magic, it's the exact same energy. Oh yeah. When I was sitting at first table against that Boggles player, I'm like, I like I had a whole bunch of nerves. Like, it wasn't really twitchy at that point, but I could start to feel the tingles happen in the arms. And then he played a Boggles, I was like... Oh, oh, thank goodness I can beat this deck easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sorry about that. That's all right. Oh. When, it, when I play Eldrazi Tron, I go, I'm going to keep the Chalice on the blind and then see a deck that I'm like, oh my god, Chalice just blows this thing out. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I I don't handle competitive dares very well. No. Um, my first tournament that I ever played in Magic ever, I could not even shuffle my deck or hold my cards. Yeah, I get I get the same way with it stuff like that. Was horrendous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm a little bit more confident and like calm, but still like, um, even like the face to face where we sat down against each other, it's like the tournament has started. Like I'm in a fucking like I'm in a tournament tournament now, and I'm like I'm not okay with this. <laughs> well, like I I got over those nerves very easily. I just played aggro decks or decks that if they don't win, it's the deck's fault. <laughs> Dredge is definitely one of those decks that if you don't win, it's the deck's fault that you didn't top deck the right thing. Yeah. Um, you, you can play well all you want, but sometimes it's just the RNG. Sometimes it's just you draw top deck your Narcomy Bone, you really needed a land. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a 
a silly game. Yeah. But I'm more over-analytical of what I could have done if I'd lost. Like, every time I lose a game, I'm like, well, in a competitive setting, I really should have just done this, 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 and this all at the same time. <laughs> exactly correct. At the moment where I was sitting down playing with the guy. Especially where I'm playing aggro, just because aggro, as linear as it is, there's a whole lot of avenues where you can just mind games your opponent, such as keeping up three mountains for some reason. Yeah. Sometimes you just have the triple bolt. I've gotten triple bolted on multiple occasions. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. I have killed people by going bolt, bolt, snap, bolt. And they're like, what the fuck? Just three <laughs> raw bolts in hand. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. That happens. I, yeah, I love those games. <laughs> you go, huh, I need to flip my thing in the ice. If only I, oh, well, this is bolt. Mm. And uh, I'm going to activate my lighthouse so I draw a card, discard a card. Oh, there's another bolt. Mm-hmm. All right, get rid of this thing. And it's like, now I've got two bolts and a snapcaster in hand. I'm like a bunch of mana and a thing to flip. Mm. All right. <laughs> my snapcaster is matron and a munitions expert. That's gross. <laughs> so magic, magic is fun. Fighting games are fun. I really want to get in Tekken. Yeah. I just suck at fighting games. So Fighting games are the type of thing where you have to spend a lot of time just practicing. Yeah. And at the same time, you have to spend a lot of time sucking, getting your ass handed to you, and then going, I know what to do. Yep. And not letting it get to you. And that's that's the hardest part for me. Yeah. Because eventually I get tired of it and I get salty. I get salty. A lot about fighting games, uh, especially if you want to go semi-competitive, which is kind of unfortunate because that's why it has such a high ceiling of entry, Yeah, is you need to be used to getting your ass absolutely handed to you and making that a positive experience. Yeah, you need to be cold about it and then like, okay, yeah. I did this, well, that happened, they took this, he does that. What can I do? When I played Skullgirls, I went to matchmaking online because you need to play with other people, and no one I knew besides Devin, and he was busy at night, Yeah, uh, played Skullgirls. So I met with a like very, very low-tier streamer who was also playing it, and then me and him just started a Discord and talked about the game for a while, and then he let me practice with him for hours. Wow. Uh, just getting down my bread and butter when I can hit confirm it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was a very, like, I, not even a humbling experience. It was just a very, like, well, I'm super glad that this one person who knows what he's doing allows me to, like, fuck around with him. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. The moment you unlock that confirm combo is just, like, that is such an enlightening moment. Cause well, I, like, it's, say, it's just fighting games in general. Like, yeah. once you get your bread and butter, you just need to find out how to enter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why I like King and Tekken, because he has so many ways to enter. Yeah. But it's just uh, trying to fucking... Oof. The next fighting game I get into, if any, would probably be Unist. Which one's that? One? Uh, Undernight in Birth, but the new version of it called Undernight in Stream, I think. It's made by the Melty Blood people. Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned this. It yeah. looks like a nicer Melty Blood, plays like a much nicer Melty Blood. And I even like how Melty Blood handles. Yep. Uh, but it plays well, and some of the characters are very strange. Um, but, like, you'd love the fuck out of Wagner. Who is? I think I think we talked about this. Yeah, she has sword and shield, and she just I've I've linked videos of a streamer who plays her because in, uh, yeah, in Dragon Ball Fighter he yeah, plays a specific Boo and does he play Vegito or Blue Vegeta? I don't know. So he plays something like that, and the character is like kind of bullshit. Was that Eunice? Was that Evo? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's getting more popular. It's picked up a lot better than Melty Blood ever did. Yeah. Um, and it here's a fighter based on a show. Yes, <laughs> and that's that's usually the problem. Yeah. 
But uh, no, it it seems interesting. It seems like the type of fighter I could get into. <clears throat> I probably won't. I mean, I find Skull Rolls is kind of like in that vein, like a, a very melty blood feeling yes. game. But it just the animation style and the feel of that fighter is just fucking top tier. Like it feels I've good never to even, play. I've never looked at Skull Girl, so maybe I might get into it someday. It's hard to say. Really so, solid. Melty blood. I find you do short combo strings and then leave it there. Like yeah. you, you bread and butter, and then it's play footsies until you bread and butter, mm-hmm. and you yeah. repeat ad nauseum. Eunice has uh, longer combos on most okay. people. So that's, that's Skullgirls. So yeah, Skullgirls is you try to play footsies with the guy, you try to make sure you hit confirm into a combo, or you spam out projectiles if you're Peacock. Um, oh, fuck Peacock. Uh, yeah, that's awful. Actually... Tangent on Peacock. Uh, there, I watched the 2016 Skullgirls tournament after uh, Evo was wrapping up for the night. Yeah. Um, so I saw like, oh, here's here's you know my favorite character paired up with a with an unusual thing because he was playing in twos, not threes, because yeah. you can choose your team size in that game. Um, and he was doing really well against like very meta characters like Valentine and Parasol and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is a very interesting game. I could follow what's going on. As soon as a peacock main got on screen, I was infuriated. <laughs> like yeah. my emotions just went, oh, so you went from all this mastery of gameplay and all these inputs and all this frame perfect data in which <clears throat> one hit confirm can legitimately say, all right, now this guy's going to masterfully reset his infinite combo and uh, kill you, to Peacock just spam shit on screen. There's dead, like, a lot of projectile characters, they have, like, a a dead zone that you need to avoid in order for you to be safe and for you to approach. And then if you enter that dead zone unprepared, the projectile character wins out. So that's that's the balance between it. Peacock is, uh, so I'm going to fill the screen with absolutely... Everything, and then because you can team up with someone like Marvel vs. Capcom, you can just spam out your assist. Yep. So, she, I think she uh, he had Cerebella. Oh, Cerebella's assist is busted. Well, Cerebella, a lot of her assists are busted, so I think she had, like, the elbow drop just flying in on screen. Yeah. Which was the one place that she, like, that uh, Peacock couldn't really cover all that well. Yep. And this one guy played Squiggly, who was slow as fuck, and Big Band, who's big as fuck. I love Big Band. So, other characters, like, uh, like the fast characters, like Valentine, Fukia, uh, yeah. Philia. Um, oh, there is Fukia now. It's, it's, oh, yeah, that's she's, right. She's a joke character, yeah. quote-unquote. But regardless, uh, could just get in. But absolutely, this person can't. So, as soon as this one person who played really well all throughout the tournament entered... And then Peacock started spamming. It was sad looking. <laughs> the guy got one bread and butter combo, and that was the only thing that that Peacock player allowed. Yeah, my uh, my team combo is Valentine and Sarabella because like they're just they're just the stupidest characters. In that so game. what this squiggly player did was he teamed up with Big Band, and his assist was the command grab up in the air. So you knock him up in the air. Big Band would grab. <laughs> The animation is so goddamn long, because it's like two seconds long. So you set up for your bread and butter, because Squiggly's best combos are in the air. Yeah. So you'd fling them up. If you couldn't quite catch them, you just big band rip. Sick. <laughs> He's going to be at one predetermined spot always. And then you just keep going. Well, that was like the problem I had with uh, Marvelous Capcom 2. Because you could... I always picked Magneto as my support. Yeah. Because when he came in... He would hold on screen for a moment before he sent out this ball of trash that would hit. Yeah. And the way blocking worked in that game is um, you would only block stuff that happened in the front. 
So what I do is I throw out the Magneto Assist, leap over my opponent, and even if they're blocking, they get hit by the Magneto Garbage, lose their block, and you just chain into a freaking stupid yeah. combo. So I would play Magneto, Jill, and like Hulk. And it was just, I think that extended to Marvel's Capcom 3, because I was also gross with that, but I played Sentry. And Sentry was fucking busted. Sentry and X-23 and Magneto, I think it was. Because, um... See, I have a problem with Marvel vs. Capcom, now that you mention it. Just because, I believe Skullgirls is very Mag- uh, Marvel vs. Capcom-esque. Yes. Except they decided to say, alright, so if you're getting infinite combo, you can press a button to get out of it. Like, they actually allowed you to get yeah. back into the game. Like, they made you create a mid-game mm. after you're getting absolutely ruined. And so then everyone who had an infinite combo needed to figure out how to either reset it or to avoid the uh, the effect of breaking out of it. Yeah. And, uh, like, Marvel's Capcom doesn't really have infinite combos, except they brought Sentinel when he first came out. Because you could uh, leap up, and he would have this long kick where his foot just extended, and that would cover, like, 30% of the screen. And if you got touched by that, game over. Yeah. Because you could just easily leap into, like, smash down, bounce off the ground, knock up, jump, A bunch of juggling combo. and stupid shit. Yeah, juggle yeah. a couple times, and then hit him with your special, because you built a meter during this, because it was enough to build a meter. Um... Shoot missiles, 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 missiles. Then as that's happening, you pop rage, because that would get you out of the animation of the missiles. Yeah. But the missiles would still fly. Yeah. So you would have missiles hitting and as rage. As you run down. up and keep hitting. And since they're yeah. being hit, you jump up and you kick with the extended leg again and you beat down and you get another meter. It was yeah. just the dumbest. You could instantly It was confirming it. itself. Yeah, yeah, zero to kill immediately. With yeah. and that was not okay. And um X twenty three when it got down to just her with the rage, because it would last longer based on how many characters you've lost, mm-hmm. um, she had one attack where I think it was just a quarter circle, like a Hadoken motion, and she would leap out and just slash a return. Because rage increases your damage and speed, that would chain into itself infinitely. Yeah. So you would just be dead. Yeah. And somebody else would come in, and you just, if you land once, you landed all of them, and just kill them. Yeah, with, with the biggest range, you're. The, the space, the frame space between attacks was too small to actually react to. Yeah. 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 And uh, Magneto also had, like, fucking stupid tier aerial combos. Magneto's been broken off and on for a long yeah. time. Because, like, the moment you would lose a knockdown a combo, you use your meter and he has a knock-up from the ground, I think it was, yeah. or something like that, and it would just knock people back in the ear. You just reset the combo and just obliterate them. It wasn't a true infinite like uh, Sentinels was, but it was just oppressive. Yeah, it was... And it, it wasn't infinite, but it would do 85% of the bar. Exactly. So... You just gotta give uh, one or two kicks in after that. Yeah. Know? Or just get it in early, and then once they're, like, still ballsy because they're high on health, you'd be, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so Marvel's Capcom Ultimate came out not too long after Marvel's Capcom came out, or the third one at least. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, was that busted. Yeah, that's some stuff to fix there. But, uh... I, I remember we played number two a lot, at least Nick and I. You and Nick did. You and Nick liked fighters a lot more than I ever yeah. did, and I just put up with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also all played a lot of Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Uh, Tatsunoko. They have that at uh, the deck box for some reason. I picked it up because it was just sitting there. I was like, oh, look, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. And somebody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, look, it's Golden Lightan. He's a lighter, and he's a giant. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are you on about? I'm like, yeah. Tatsunoko, it's, it's a good game. <laughs> it's my boy, Cashern. Yeah. Hey, Cashern, how you doing over there, friend? Oh, fuck. <laughs> he's coming. <laughs> Is he Ultra Boy? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Ultraman's over here, by the way. Uh, no, that game was that game was fun. I need. I, 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 fuck, I'm going to download Tekken 7.
There you go. We're beefing. We are absolutely beefing. I've watched you turn from a normal human into a glistening... The, shot, the, the glisten has made yeah. it to the bottom of you my are, jaw. What is and it? like I said, this was a timer. <laughs> <laughs> this was the measure. Because I came in and I'm like, wow, it's really crawling up. Just the general beads of sweat. I like how... And it crossed the shoulder band, whatever it is. And now it's up here. And I'm like, yeah, we're getting there. I like how, because you're a gradient, you're effectively your own meter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, no, you just halfway halfway through the podcast, just throw on us. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> That's how Lights you know we got ash. As soon as you say, "Oh yeah, brother," we're like, uh, "Guys, now nah, we'll, we'll talk to you later." Sorry, sorry, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> Something we gotta take care of. It's your <sighs> smashing sound. I yeah, no, I'm I'm beefing. You're sweaty. You look like Hakan from Street Fighter. He is a Turkish oil wrestler. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm well-oiled right you now. Are, you are ready. You are I ready to go. Do you remember... Powerfully were, moist. Were you there for Fighter Fest? No. Uh, there was a guy, Michael Nakazawa. His entire shtick is baby oiling himself. So somebody would get him in a hold, and he would just pull up the baby oil from his trunks and yeah. oil himself up. You. High school gym class. I would sweat so much, people couldn't pin me down. I could slide past people. I it's don't great. like that this is a thing that you're happy about. It's, uh, yeah, it, it was real good. Uh, I can turn a black shirt darker. No. <laughs> <laughs>